CJ, you remember those really bad haircuts we got before my wedding? Oh my God. Short <laughs> of like putting a cereal bowl on your head and cutting. That was the next, that was the next logical step in that haircut line. Oh, oh my God. Your, yours wasn't that bad. Mine was atrocious. He yours was me, atrocious. He gave me a fringe mullet and you were so nice. Cause I kept being like, it's terrible. You're like, you look good, man. Get out there. You were, <laughs> you were so supportive. I'm glad now that like months later we could be really, that haircut looked terrible. It looked bad. But I didn't have any other choice. It was your wedding day. What was I going to say? You look scraggly. You look scraggly and you've ruined Christmas. No! <laughs> for those of you joining us for the very first time, this is Icon or Wycon. The show where we break down your favorite film universes one flick at a time. I am here, as always, with the past nebula to my present nebula, my dear friend and compatriot, Mr. CJ LaRoche. CJ, how are you feeling this fine morning? Well, now I'm feeling evil, but like <laughs> a little conflicted about my evilness because really it's just an inner desire to please my dad. Ah, uh, the drama of it is. all. That's all it is. I mean, I would wreck humanity in order to make my dad happy. Uh, I'm good. It's the morning. We're recording in the morning. So if our voices are a little deeper, turn up your treble. Yeah. You can make that adjustment. Uh, but no, I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm worn out. I'll tell you emotionally. My, my, my emotions are, they've, my mind has been blown again. Again. Every time. Yeah. I, I, you know, why do we do this to ourselves? Because it's fucking great. It's so good. I think, I think before we go any further, you should tell the people what movie we're talking about. Granted, I, if anyone's listening to this episode and hadn't listened to last week, that's weird. And go listen to last week first. Yeah, for sure. But this week's uh, film is fan service. The musical. <laughs> close. Very, very close, actually. But that's not it. No, it's not. It's uh, Avengers Endgame. We made it. We made it to the end of the Infinity Saga. We did. We did. Now, technically, not the end of Phase 3, right? They tried to tell us that Spider-Man Far From Home was that. No, wrong. (laughs) This is the end. Beautiful friend. The end. Oh, I was going to go for Adele. I was going to go for this is the end. Hold your breath and count to 10. Oh, no, Adele. What a great album. Great. What album. a great album. I think it, it, it's, uh, it, it, it just goes to show if you were to compare Adele's, all of Adele's albums to this movie, it, that would be like, it would be like a hot dog compared to like a bratwurst in Wisconsin. I know. I really, I really have feelings that, for Adele. That tells you, well, no, I'm saying like Adele is amazing, but yeah. this movie is amazinger than most anything. Yes. Well, this movie did something so unique. First of all, it's a movie that we all wanted to exist. No studio could figure out how to make it exist. Right. Marvel Studios and the Rooster Brothers mapped out how to make it exist. Yep. And the fact that it is as good as it is, is shocking it's as good as it is, Andrew. And it has, like you said, it has everything. 
And it even has little nods inside of it that like talk directly to the fans. Absolutely. So right? many of them. Right from the start. I mean, let's just go right from the start. Yeah. Tony is recording the message. Okay. Half of his Iron Man face on the right side is toast. Yep. He says, don't post this on your social media. That's two callbacks. One, well, it's a one, it's a callback and a message. It's a callback to don't put this on your MySpace page. Yeah. All the way back in 2008. The other thing is, hey, everybody watching this movie, don't spoil it for everyone else. Yeah. What? No. They knew exactly what they were doing and they knew who was watching it. And they knew how to do it and they were successful at it. It's wild. It's really, 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 really wild. My thing is this. They tug at your heartstrings from the absolute jump. I mean, you have Clint, the cold open, CJ, the cold open, the cold open of Clint Barton, just chilling, having a day, a day with the family, living his life. And we see the, cause, cause we see was, where you're going and now you figure out how to get there. Yeah. He was, he was noticeably absent. He was noticeably absent noticeably from the absent. events of Infinity War. And people yeah, were but they tell us They tell us right away why. He's got the ankle monitor. Yeah. It's, it is wild. It's just, just wild. It's fantastic. They dust a little bit of thunder in the background, just like what happened in Wakanda. Yeah. And then they're just gone. And then they're gone. And he's panicking. And we're and, panicking. And we're all panicking. over again. But all of a sudden, it's a good thing that Captain Marvel was released because now we know how Tony is going to survive. That's right. That's right. We're a little curious how she knew like where to go. They never maybe, say. Maybe Rocket like had a tracking beacon or something. I don't know. But why didn't they? Why did they wait twenty two days? They're up there twenty two days. How many movies have there been so far? Twenty two. Twenty two. Yeah. <laughs> Like, it's so yeah. great. Yeah, it's so there's so it's many so great. There's so many details. Also, the thing that's interesting about this movie is that every five minutes is an opportunity for them to go completely off of the fucking rails. Yep. This movie could be yep. destroyed at any second. It's such a fragile moment. balance. <laughs> any moment. But it never is, Andrew. Spoiler alert. Yeah. It's no, it's never destroyed. Uh I'll say this. Now that I know what I know. Uh, it is a little bit obvious that Carol had not filmed her solo movie before she filmed these scenes. No, yes, no. It's like right. you know, and they, and they love to. Doesn't she use it twice? There are a lot of planets without Avengers. Like I think she uses yeah. some version of that line twice, and I was like, you didn't know what to make her say because yeah. the movie hadn't been finished yet, hadn't really been worked on. Yeah, completely. Yeah. But they got her in there, and she did a good job. I think she did a fine job. You know, and I and I believe that she needs to go away. Yeah, and I love the little look between her and Rhodey, comic book fans. It's cute. Cute. It's very, very cute. Very cute. I'm jealous. So we, we got so here's the thing. There's a way we can finesse these details of this movie again. And what's funny is I've been thriving on our episodes as of late because I've just been freshly watching them and just emotionally doing the episodes, like not really having notes for our listeners that are with us from the beginning. I'm a compulsive note taker and I'm notorious for having an outline of what I want to talk about before I come into these things. But lately I've liberated myself from it and it's been really exciting. Three X Andrew. 
That's what yeah, we're looking at. It's right exciting. Now. now, here's the thing though. There's so much to talk about in this episode. I think I think we have to go back to a little bit of outlining just to make sure we okay. get everything. So I've got like some that. bullets for us to touch on so we can stay under time because that's... Hey, I'm telling you, I could do 30 minutes on the first scene. I know, I know, I know, I know. So like, how do we feel about the power move of destroying Thanos in act one? Love it. Love it. Oh love God. it. Love it. There's no Every single that. person that goes into that movie theater wants that to happen. They are so upset with Thanos, right? Yeah. They're also upset like internally with themselves because, you know, like we see in the new Hawkeye series, Thanos was right. Yeah. Well, in, right? on some level he was. On some level, Thanos was right. And so you're, you come out of Infinity War watching this amazing antagonistic villain uh, protagonistic villain, excuse me. Um, and, but you're so mad because everybody's so sad. Yeah. Right. Like New York Harbor is flooded with boats. No one's playing. We miss the Mets. You know, that fucking line. I know. Yeah. Annihilates me every time. Um, but no, we go there, we get there. Rocket kicks over the infinity gauntlet. There's nothing in it. We see that again later. Yeah. Thor's like, you know what? That's it. Nothing else we can do. Time to go for the head. Yeah. Just kill it. It's a false victory, right? Yeah. It's a false victory. And Thor needs it, but it doesn't give him the satisfaction. And here's the thing that kills me. I'm going to tell you something, and we're jumping to later in the movie, but I'm going to say it right now because we'll come back to it when it it becomes a plot point in context. The first time I saw this movie – um. Lebowski Thor I was like that's a little bit cheap do you know what I mean with his huge belly and the fact that he's just like I you know that's a little bit cheap um I'm gonna be honest with you watching this movie you're a little lurchy for belly Thor I wasn't gonna say that wait no sorry 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 I was gonna say something completely different oh sorry it's so personal I mean I'm not (laughs) I'm not saying you're wrong (laughs) Because, like, Chunky Thor is cute. <laughs> but, like... And no. hilarious. And you can't... There's no way to ugly him up. There's He's gorgeous. Yeah. He, he looks... He's a beautiful man. No, and um, fat isn't ugly, Andrew. Let's just start there. Listen, I didn't say the F word. Um, what I'm going to say is... I, I understand that Thor, who is a beautiful and powerful and confident borderline arrogant god this failure takes him to that place completely self-destructive and it's so funny that that it's so it's such a beautiful thing with art and there's been some conversation namely started by martin scorsese about uh, the artistic value of this film of, of these marvel films and i i will tell you that having watched it when it was first released and having watched it now and the fact that i can have a different a completely different emotional response to the choice to have a grief-stricken self-destructive thor in this film Mm. it's art it's art because when i look at it in a different space that i'm in it hits me differently sure and i think that's fucking beautiful oh yeah it's not just and it's not just played for laughs no right like the way it's funny but the way it oh it's hilarious but the way that professor hulk is like talking to him and, you know, judging him and, and consoling him. Yeah. You know, it's like, wow, this is a real problem. Now, like I get stressed. Like I have everyday stress, you know, I've got a child on the way. 
like I, I just moved to a new city. These are stresses, right? So like yeah. I reach for the I reach for the everything bagel. I reach for the Pepsi. Thor is blaming the loss of half the universe on himself. On himself. <laughs> like, yeah. No, I come get on. it. Come on. I get it. In a way you that know? I didn't necessarily get it the first time I saw it. Like right. exactly. He, he's playing video games with his friends right now. Thor yeah. is out of yeah. commission. Totally. You know? Um I'm glad that you brought up Hulk. I want to talk about Hulk. Uh, something I lament is that we didn't get that, that the completion of Hulk's arc kind of happens off panel. Mm-hmm. Like Hulk and Bruce making peace with each other. Like, yeah, it, it kind of gets put into four lines. You can tell they wanted to get into it and then they just, there's no time. There's no time and there's no rights. Yeah. Right. Cause we share that character with universal still. Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's tricky. And, and Mark Ruffalo is so good. Um, Professor Hulk is amazing, and and the 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 growth, the fact that the completion of Hulk's arc is being at peace with who he is now. Yes, and he's yeah. both of them. He's both of them, and, they, yeah. and there's room for both of them, and that also could be a comment, a social comment, right? Yeah, there's room for everybody. Yeah, it's it's fascinating. I have to ask your opinion about something. How do we feel about Dave's ex rat? I mean, <laughs> it's messy. I guess I, guess I even feel, on this watch, it's fucking messy. I guess I feel the same way about Deus ex rat that I do about Clint Barton being like launched net right, like right next to the gauntlet. Yeah, you know. Some things just happen. Now, a, here's the thing, Andrew. Can you argue against the rat being there at that time and pressing that button? No. You can't argue against it, right? No. There's a lot of reasons that you can say, oh, well, that's dumb that that's the reason that it happened, but you can't say that would never happen. Yeah. And it's five years later. So it's taken five years for that rat to fucking show up. It's a random occurrence five years later, which these things happen. Occurrence five years these things happen. Yeah. I don't mind it. Because here's the thing something has to happen to get Scott out of there. Nobody knows Scott is in there. Nobody knows he's right, he's up on the screen of the vanished. He's on the damn fucking memorial in golden gate park i think that's golden gate park i haven't been yet i'm embarrassed i've been here six months sorry bay area friends oh it's fine it's fine six months already huh right isn't that weird dude it's crazy 20 25 years in one city six months in another do you know it's funny i think part of it is because i see you every week yeah and 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 we've been such compulsive zoomers all through quarantine it's just like i hadn't Mm. realized it's been six months Six months. Yeah. Six months that I have been here. <laughs> All right. All right. So fast forward a little bit. Uh, Scott's out. We re-team up and, and we meet all the people. And that's, we've already talked about Lebowski Thor. We've talked about Professor Hulk. Um, Clint has also had an evolution into the Ronin. Wild. And it's, great setup for the Hawkeye series. Great setup for the Hawkeye series. Yeah. Um, which we didn't even know was going to happen. 
Beckman. Uh, everybody gets back together. The whole gang gets back together. We finally convince Tony to come back and join this whole time heist situation. Yeah, Tony has dinner, does dishes, and then figures out time travel. It's the picture. It's very on brand for Tony. <laughs> totally. Story. It's the picture of Peter. Yeah, yeah. If there's a 100%. chance, because, because here's the thing, Tony, I think Tony's grappling with the fact that he really always does get what he wants at the end of the day. Tony has always won. And even though they didn't win the first battle against Thanos, Tony still got to have his happy ending with Pepper. They had the wedding. They had the kid. Their five years has been okay. Um, I, I got to praise the Russo brothers once again, though, for really making the grief of this loss such a big part of this story. Mm-hmm. And the fact that the grief of this loss is so significant five years later. Yeah. Grief is funny. I mean, it doesn't, it, it doesn't go away. You just kind of learn to live with it. And the fact that that's in a superhero movie. I mean, what is grief, Andrew? If not love, love persevering. persevering. <laughs> I know. It's so it's so real. And it's a thread that is brought up in this movie and so mm-hmm. fleshed out in WandaVision beautifully. Oh, yeah. It doesn't no, go away. And it doesn't go away for any of these characters. Of, when you think about it, like half of the universe, right? Half of, of the fucking planet has been decimated. So, like, chances are you've lost most of the people you care about. Oh yeah. And you're left. And that guilt. Oh, why you can't even imagine. Oh my God. They yeah. actually show the, um, they actually show a, a grief counseling meeting. Right. Right. With the first openly gay character in the MCU. You know what? People, people want to pat themselves on the back for that bad boy. But like, that is like, that is such a minimal bone. They threw us. well uh, well i think i think every victory no matter how small should be celebrated i love that attitude you know what you're right you're absolutely right you're absolutely that's me being a little bit a little bit like puss-faced about it in the morning you're you're right it is worth (laughs) celebrating if it wasn't before noon your opinion would be different (laughs) maybe uh i did know that that when he started talking about his husband i was like "Hmm?" Like my ears did go up. I was like, mm, okay, we're oh, doing yeah. that. All right. We're doing it. We're yeah. doing it because it's fine. Yeah. It's no different than anything else. Because it's normal. Um, how do we feel? This is a big question. How do we feel about time heist? Uh, the only problem I have with time heist is the fact that they talked about hot tub time machine starring the winter soldier. <laughs> That's the only problem. They talked about Lebowski starring um, Jeff Bridges starring fucking Obadiah's name. Yeah, no, it's my only problem with it. Uh, No, okay, I like it a lot. I like the fact that they reference those other movies with time travel, right? And then, like with Back to the Future, they basically go and do that. Yeah, you know, with like people sneaking around with their past selves. Uh, I, I don't know anything about fucking quantum physics. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I started out as an actor, then I became a stage manager, and now I work in sports. I sure that sounds good. That makes I sense, think, I guess. <laughs> I think I think it's cool. Uh, it's not about it makes sense. I think 
time travel as a plot device always gets messy. I mean, almost every single Star Trek series has ended with a time travel device or something mm-hmm. where they go through some fucking wormhole and like old Captain Janeway mm-hmm. has to be like, you have to change the past. I love that they lead with going to a past doesn't change the present, that they lead right. with that. They're like, it's not yeah. back to the future rules. No, no. The, uh, I mean, the Hulk puts it puts it excellently when he talks about that past and becomes your future. Yeah. It's your present is now your past. Like it's, yes, it's, it's, it's cool. It's a cool way. It makes sense. It's a cool concept. Um, And it creates, it helps fortify the multiverse theory that we're going to get into, you know? Um, Yeah. That scene with the ancient one is so cool. Yeah. The ancient one, which she talks about the, um, you know, the the splinters and she's like, something's going to happen. It'll create this. Now, this is going to be interesting because um, at the end of this film, we'll just, we can just jump to the end, but I'll come back. At the end of this film, we know that the stones get returned, but uh, the Eye of Agamotto is featured prominently in this press for Spider-Man No Way Home. So I'm like, does Steven keep that time? So I'm so fascinated. There's so many YouTube fan videos about it. Now, here's, here's what no one, here's what nobody listening is going to be surprised by. I have not watched a single Far From Home trailer. Well, they're super doctored. Fresh eyes. Yeah. Fresh eyes, Andrew. My my thing with the time heist and talking about returning the stones is obvious, right? Like, he's got to go and fucking stick that thing in Natalie Portman. Yeah. He's got to... Where do you stock really footage, awkward... by the way? <laughs> What's that? Where do you stock footage? Natalie did not show up for this taping. That is such a clip from the old movie. I was like, boo! <laughs> oh, I mean, she got, listen she got paid she, right? did. she had to have gotten paid Rene so Russo fine. came in for some new scenes oh well Rene Russo's scene was scenes with Thor were magical how heartbreaking I feel like that was like the most efficient wonderful use of Rene Russo that we've had so far oh so for since since uh Major League Two um <laughs> when she's Just like you're not table. my son do you want to do you want to be a player? Uh, yeah, like, no, you, she knows. She knows she I was knows. raised by witches, boy. Oh, it's so moving. Oh, she's she's like, just don't, dying. Don't tell me. Yeah. Whatever's gonna happen, don't tell me. That's that's my journey. That's my path. On the night, the dark elves show up. Oh. <laughs> yeah, very scary. Oh, it's so sad. It kills me. Um but how about Cap's conversation with Red Skull? What what was that like? Hey, bud. Yeah. Sorry, I put you here. Yeah. I mean, if Chris Evans wants to come back to the MCU, like that's the movie. Yeah, that's absolutely the movie. Right. Yeah, right. Red, Red Skull, man, turned into a space ghost, full out space ghost. From space touching ghost. the Tesseract. Awful, like weird space ghost. He knows everybody's parentage. Yeah. It feels so, the need to tell them. I guess it's soul, awkward. Souls. The soul, the whole thing. Your soul, also, what do you care about? Return to the Battle of New York, fan service for days. Oh my god. Still, oh my love god. Love I love the return to the Battle of New York. Love every second of it, man. When they're like getting on the elevator, Hulk doesn't want to take the stairs, Loki fucking picks up the Tesseract and space jumps into his own series. Yeah. Uh the whole that's America's ass thing. Come on. <laughs> it's funny. Oh, but how cool is that? Speaking of callbacks, man, he knows from his fight with um Crossbones that talking to himself about Bucky can give him the upper hand. Yeah. Just like Tony has learned all of these things over the years, Cap learns too. Yeah. 
Okay, can I talk about Tony and Cap for a second? Yeah, let's talk about it. All right, let's go back to the Avengers, the okay. argument, right? You're not <laughs> the guy to make the sacrifice play. Everything special about you came out of a bottle. The way that they pay off this conversation in this movie with Tony making the sacrifice play and Cap being worthy of Meow Meow, <laughs> magical. It's magical. The two of them grow and Cap being the selfless, you know, hero, right? At the end of this movie makes the most selfish choice. Yep. He goes back to have the life that he wanted. Unbelievable. Now, first time I watched this movie, when I got to the outside of that house and I heard that music playing, Andrew, I was inconsolable. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get emotional even considering talking about it right now. Because they've been waiting. He's been for waiting. how long for this dance? I mean, I am. I'm welling up. It's good. It's good. It's so good. It's good. And 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 even when, when you go to the bench. Holy and he's like cannoli. and he's like, You want to tell me about it? It's like, no. No, Sam, I don't think I do. I don't think I do. That was just uh, for him. He did. He finally past, did something that was just for him. Just for him. Exactly. Exactly. He made the choice. And I love that Bucky and him talked about it before. Yeah. That was cool. It was cool. Um, speaking of speaking of tearjerkers, uh, when they go to Camp Lehigh. Oh, my God. Uh, Weird beard. And- <laughs> Weird beard. <laughs> um, Tony has to confront his daddy issues. Yeah, and he has to. Well, he has to hear it again from Howard in the flesh, right? Because yeah. Iron Man Two, we're told that my greatest creation is you, but it's a video, so blah 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 blah. Right? When Howard yeah. says, "You know, it's funny that kid hasn't even been born yet, and there's nothing I wouldn't do for him." Oh. Dude, come on, dude! It's, come on, Russo brothers, stop it! Uh, you it, stop it! It destroyed me. Yeah, it destroyed but Tony me. Tony had to hear that. Tony, Tony had to know. Yeah. He had to know, and I think that that ultimately helps Tony in the end, right? Like he solidifying all these things so that he can finally rest is what yeah. is what is able, you know, what enables him to be like, you know what? Fine, I'll fucking take the stones from Thanos with my nanotech armor. I'll snap. I'll win. I'll I'll go. It's it's it wild for everybody. Yeah. We got to talk about the final battle. The final battle, we can spend 40 minutes talking about the final battle. Yeah. But like, absolutely. I cried 6 times during the final battle. Like happy tears. Tears of excitement. Insane. It's insane. It's insane. Um let's talk about Thor's reaction. Like Thor's about to be out. Thor's about to be out. And Thor is sort of marching. They all are. They're marching to their death for yep. this cause, right? They're yep. going to war. Thor's ready to hang it up to make this thing happen. Right? Yep. Thor is Thanos, up. Thanos is bloodthirsty. Yeah. This is not the fucking Zen, you know, 
comfortable with his choices thanos this is murderous thanos yeah this is 2014 warrior thanos and he is a bad motherfucker yeah he's insane um he's the one he's the one the nebula is trying to kill yeah like this is not thanos on titan right like if if this thanos was on titan with those guys they never would have stood they didn't they wouldn't have stood a chance yeah it's it's a whole different chapter as good as yeah yeah so you were saying so thor is about to you know give up the ghost right uh, when you see Mjolnir and then you see uh, Steve holding it yeah. in Thor's face and he's like, I knew it. <laughs> like, <laughs> that, he's so proud of his friend. He's like, yeah, yeah, man. It is so, and it's so satisfying going all the way back to Age of Ultron. Yeah. And it budged a little. And he was know? like, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Thor's ego at that point in time couldn't Couldn't, handle that. Couldn't have handled it. That would have, he would have lost his mind. And Steve knew that. I'm convinced that Steve knew that he was worthy. Yeah. I'm convinced. Right. And Steve knew that Thor's ego was not, you know, wouldn't have not have been able to handle that then. But now like all bets are off. We've got to do what we got to do. I just love it. His reaction is so good. Chris Hemsworth is amazing. Chris Hemsworth is amazing. <laughs> he's so good. He's, he's so underrated, Andrew. Yeah. He's under. He's an underrated film star. He's a fantastic actor. He does so much heavy lifting. Apparently, he fought to stay Lebowski Thor. He was supposed to have a turnaround, or during the final battle, he reverts to his original form. And uh-huh. he's like, no, that's where Thor's at. Thor's going to yeah. have to work to get back there. Let right. Thor be where he's at. Totally. And the braided beard says it all. Yeah. Like he is, you know, the guy that just sort of does it, like has let himself go, but he's still fucking awesome. So he's going to braid his beard. Yeah. Real quick with, with his magic. It's cute. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, we, we cannot wrap this section without talking about Natasha's sacrifice. Big fucking deal. Oh, another moment where I lost I, my heart now. was broken. Act two is just about breaking your heart in this movie. Yeah. Not only does Natasha die, not only do I believe that Clint and Natasha both believe that they should be the one. Yeah, they do. Right. With good reason. Yeah. Not only is that sort of a badass little fucking action sequence between them. It's pretty cool. One last battle. Oh, but then when they, when she goes and Clint has to like look away and they frame her and play the same music as Gamora. Oh, and 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 the thing is, we we've since learned about their relationship more deeply in, in subsequent content. You know, yeah. that was yeah. his friend. Yeah, I mean, that was his that was his best friend. Also, like she's in Shield and has that relationship with him because she thought that she killed a little girl. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah. It's insane. It's really, really, really insane. Now, I'll tell you this. We've talked about this before. Rise of Skywalker stole it. But that whole sequence of Cap taking a breath and and sort of like strapping on the fucking shield. He's not he's not gonna quit. He's gonna die fighting. It's from the comics. As long as one man is still standing against you, you'll never win. Yeah. It's so good. It's magic. It's 
fucking magic. And then the return of on your left. On your left. Woo! Come on. Are you kidding me? I died. <laughs> I died. I died. And it's Sachala. I'm not even watching it right now. I'm not even watching it right now. And I'm hyped for it. The first entrance is T'Challa. I remember being in the theater and everybody freaking out. Yo, when T'Challa and fucking uh, Shuri and what's her name? Okoye. Yeah. When they just come strolling through and that music is playing. Chills. Literal chills, bro. Okay. And then... And then here comes everybody. I mean, here and then here comes everybody else. Everybody, every, the way they, and when the way Peter. Oh, when Peter comes back, bro. And then when Strange, this is another like direct audience address. When Strange turns and says, "Is that everyone? <laughs> and you wanted more? That's for yeah. us. That's for That's us. That's for us. Like <laughs> we're sorry that Daredevil and the Punisher and Jessica Jones aren't here, but yeah. like th- this is enough." <laughs> Everybody from every movie is back. Hope Van and Dyne, Pepper in the fucking rescue Pepper. armor. Yeah, no. The Valkyrie and the whore on her horse. Yeah, it's so good. Wait, and then he finally gives us Avengers uh-huh. assemble. And Hulk is the first one to be like, yeah, like it's so good. No, it's Thor. It's or Thor. Thor, Thor. Sorry, one. it's Thor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He was so ready. You, you forgot that Thor is wild. Thor is a yeah, Viking. Yeah. Like Thor is the full-on Norse. He's a Norse god. Like walking this, around. He does this. Like he's so yeah. ready for this. Oh my god. It's oh so my, good. Oh my god. It's so good. It's like yo, it's like Christmas morning. Oh my gosh. That scene. Lots of complaints right? about the female superhero shot. I think it's incredible. Shut up. Again, Everybody shut, shut up. up. Shut up. Not the They're fuck there. up. It's amazing. They're there. It's, it's an amazing incredible. panel. Incredible. And when Gamora comes out of like the frame, like comes yeah. into the frame. She's not well, alone. She's ah! got, she's got, oh, she's got <laughs> help. She's got help. Yeah. She's got help. Ooh, it was so good. And, and it, then they just tear, they tear everyone apart. Destroy. Yo, it was and let's so talk cool. about what are we, what are we doing in that first scene again? Let's go all the way back to the first scene. We're playing paper football. Mm-hmm. What do we do yeah. in the last scene to get the the gauntlet to the play football? Playing football. Yeah, they tossed it. Peter so goes smart. into kill mode. Peter yeah. introduces himself to Captain Marvel's Peter Parker. Yeah. Hi, Peter Parker. <laughs> she was so oh sweet too. Oh man. Um, and Stark sacrifice when he when Benedict when he has to look when, holds up his shaky finger. <laughs> that's the thing. But they think they set that shit up when he's like, how old he's like, I can't tell you. I can't tell you for it. It won't come true. It's like it a birthday wish. Yeah, I can't tell you. And then he looks when he looks at him so desperately, and that shaky finger. Yeah. It's whatever. I, and remember so in much, Infinity War, when when Stark says, I owe you one. Yeah. This is it, Tony. This is the yeah. one. Yeah. And that shaky finger it. says so it, much because that shaky finger is like, whatever you think you're about to do, now's the time to it. do it. This is it. Ah! For one shot. And Tony's like, I got it. It's me. I got to do it. Mm-hmm. I have to do it. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. And Pepper. 
It's okay. It's okay. We're well, Peter okay. first, Andrew. Do not. Oh yeah, I can't. Yeah, Peter we won. Mr. Stark. Mr. Stark, we we won. Yeah. Oh, oh. it kills me. Oh. It was like at this point, like I'm now. I'm just crying. Yeah. Like from then until the fucking end of the movie, it kills me. Also, I'm just crying. One of the best reshoots ever. Yeah. Because, because I am Iron Man was not his original line. That was the editor's idea. The editor was like, the line is, I am Iron Man. <laughs> I am inevitable. He turns it over just like Rocket yeah. turned over in the beginning. No yeah. stones. And I, I am Iron, Iron Man. Man. <laughs> <laughs> and then, bro, like all of uh, uh, Emily Ma walking toward Thanos, holding his stomach just like Peter. Yeah. He dusts. Uh, the the lady uh, of the Black Order, I can never remember her name. She's her name laying right. next to her husband, just like fucking Wanda laying next to Vision. She dusts. And just like at the end of Infinity War, Thanos sits down. He sits down. He He's knew got- in that one he had won. He knew in this one he had been defeated. Yeah. And he dusts. And he dusts. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Could but you imagine? How wonderful. Like at the end of both of these movies, Thanos has been enlightened. Yeah. He's like, all right. Right? Yeah. Yeah. He's like, all right. That's it. That's it. You did it. That was it. You did it. They did it. <sighs> they are unruly and cannot be ruled. You know that's what he was thinking yeah. as this was happening. Oof. Oh my god! And we still have like seventeen minutes of film. There's left. so much more movie. There's the funeral. There's the whole. The funeral Wait. breaks my heart. Who was that kid? Who was that guy? Everyone's thinking it's the kid from Iron from Man, Iron Man 3. Three. Fuck you. Even Bruce he's there. Even <laughs> of course he's. he's there. And the way that they just like move up the line. Oh my god! I'm it's, I'm bawling. I'm bawling. Yeah. It's so good. It's Weeping. it's so again, couldn't there's no there's not a better version of that film. There's no they could you imagine watching that cut and being like, well, yeah. that's endgame. I'm telling you, Andrew, when we get to it here, there's only one thing, there's only one thing missing from this movie. There's just one thing. And it <sighs> comes in the fucking credits. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Oh, <sighs> I need a break. I need a minute. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I, let's let's take a break. Let's do it. You know, CJ, this is one of our pandemic traditions that I'm so glad we were super consistent with because I really am starting to see the results of all of our work on this podcast. It's pretty great. Now, where are you seeing results, Andrew? Like in your midsection, um, like in your your chest area. Where where are the results happening best for you? Because I could use some. Listen, my chest area is on fire, but really, it's because my heart is so full from all the engagement we've been getting on our social media. I mean, I'm talking oh, to I'm talking to people absolutely. on the Instagram. I'm talking to people on the Twitter, and I want to do more of it. The 18 listeners have really started to engage. Uh, we appreciate you. We see you. Uh, we're very excited to have you. Yeah, so I think that, Andrew, where can where can the people who may be 19, 20, 21, where can they find us? Listen, at Icon or Ycon, both on Twitter and Instagram. 
and we have gotten way more active than we ever were. So remember those 15 episodes where we kind of lied to you about communicating with us? They're, it's true now. We're actually there, and we want to hear from you. So I say go for it. Just do it. Yeah. Log on, log in, trip out. <laughs> back to the show. And we're back. We're back. How, how's everybody doing out there? I'm still, I'm still reeling. I'm going to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a bit overwhelming. Um, there was so much information. I yep. think I think that was the safest way to call down. How long is that movie? Two hours, two and a half hours? Two, I mean, it's almost three. It's almost three hours, yeah. We had yeah. to call that down to like a 35-minute conversation. I think we nailed it. Oh, fucking nailed it. Uh, and we, I mean, I could still be talking about it. There's, there's so, so much, much we left out. There's so much we left out. But um, I think we got the hits. Yeah. You know, we didn't even cover Nebula's journey. Like everyone has a solid arc. Like they really focused on. Oh my God. Nebula has to literally like, look at her past self. And just, de- and, and destroy, destroy her. She, again, she <laughs> protects her sister. Yeah. Oh, it's beautiful. Oh, and, uh, and when Gamora and Peter Quill, this is the one. Yeah. Like it was between that and the tree. (laughs) (laughs) It's great. It's great. But, but there's, there's so much, maybe we'll do a supplemental episode someday. Someday. But right now I think we need to really truly focus harness and funnel FHF. I just coined that. I I don't know if it's going to stick, but I tried it. It was a big swing. Uh, We need to focus into some ephemeral questions. Yeah, I think that it's definitely time for ephemeral questions with Andrew and CJ about Avengers Endgame. What, what, what did not? Ow! <laughs> Wait, the original song. Bringing it back. I'm paying you know, it off. The original song. I'm paying it off. Oh, for our, for our devoted <laughs> listeners, that song dates back to Star Wars. Ooh. Wow. I yeah, know that felt good. That felt good to, to, good to, to bring it back. Bring the you know shake the dust off of that. Yeah, one. that's a good one. It's a hit. Yeah, for sure, for sure. CJ, yeah, there's a big question. Mm. Try to pick one thing. What worked about this movie for you? You've got that one thing. <sighs> well, Andrew, what really really worked for me was the fact that this is a giant big boffo blockbuster superhero movie that kind of has like a little bit of an art piece wrapped up inside of it Mm. the fact that you are crying several times weeping from the beginning and in the middle and all through the end they knew exactly what strings to tug on in your heart, right? But yet, there were so many amazing action pieces, you know? And this incredible sort of like intricate plot mixed in and all of this fan service to take you back to the, like through the MCU, like a big giant fucking recap that never works, it never works. It never does. It never works, right? Like it sort of worked a little bit in Oh Hum, Back to the Future Part 2. Right? That's the one time where it's like, oh, that's the other movie. Yeah. Where it works. And in this thing. So the fact, like what what the thing that really, really worked for me was this wasn't just 
shoot him up, pow, bang, boom, right? Like they, the directors and the and the the writers and the producers took you on an emotional journey that you were primed for coming out of Infinity War, right? Mm-hmm. But you weren't quite ready for. It still surprised you just how heartbreaking it all was. And Andrew, it has the perfect ending with Tony. It's very satisfying. It's it, it, I, I, I mean, we didn't even talk about the fucking scene with him and Cap in the parking lot. No. Turned him into a baby. Turned him into a baby. Yeah. Right. And then he gives him the shield. And and he and he says, keep that keep that quiet and bring one for everyone. Of course you didn't, because you and Steve, you know, the relationships, the 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 journey that each of these characters, you know, it goes on with their sort of other half. I mean, even down to like uh T'Challa saying, Clint, give it to yeah. me, right? In the airport. Hi, I'm Clint. I don't care. Now he cares. <laughs> no, so beautiful. The, the about, I didn't the identify. I didn't identify just one thing that worked for me there because the like this movie is so fucking good, and there's so much in it that's great. You know, but yeah, yeah. it's the emotions, man. It's the, the, it's the fact that I'm still crying just talking about it. The amount of thought, the amount of thought that went into those details is spectacular. And how much did we miss? Like, tell us in the comments how much we missed. I know. Wait, yeah. What are your favorite parts that we didn't get to? Because Jesus, there's so much movie. Um, I think what worked for me is the simultaneous plot juggling and completion of long form arcs. Mm -hmm. You know, like, because all all of our original Avengers get a get an art completion you yep. know yep like the the original ones get it and the, the ones that don't have a full completion already have a movie on the list that they're going to continue on like like because your your guardians are going to get their final arc this is the middle yeah. of the guardians journey you know yep. they came but they came later but we have a completion of natasha's arc and natasha finally sacrifices herself which is she's been struggling with the fact that she survived after all the horrible things she's done she's been trying to make amends for that this is the that's the last thing she can give to this cause is her actual self for the soul stone she does right. it clint has to deal with his grief become the ronin destroy the underworld has to come back from those depths thor has to battle his own grief over not taking the headshot immediately his ego prevented him from making the kill shot first and foremost. And he has to deal with that, come to terms with that to save the world again. Tony has to sacrifice his own life because that is who he is. He is the hero. He got his happy ending. He has more to give still because he got his happy ending. He's good. And he got Peter back. He's He's fine. His arc is completed. Steve, Steve has to go back. Steve has to go back. (laughs) Because that's the one thing that has bothered him. He did not get to have that dance. And he goes back for the dance and just sees, gets to see what would happen if he took that dance. Mm. Mm. Because he already gave everything to this cause. Yeah. What more can you ask of Steve Rogers? 
that man is 90. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's beautiful. Your, your original Avengers Hulk, Hulk, I missed Hulk, but Hulk finally yeah. made peace with who he is. The fact That's that right. they found time to complete our character arcs and juggle all this plot and do a time heist yeah. and work Ant-Man to the mix. Yeah, no. And, and bringing Thanos back. I mean, like, like the fact that like how they found out, like how the, the black order found out what was going on, like through Nebula's like Wi-Fi network. I know it's so <laughs> like, dumb. I love it. It's a little dumb, yeah. but I still like, I'm good with it. You know what yeah, I mean? Like it's fine. I'm happy. <laughs> Nebula's yeah. Wi-Fi. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> so, All right. Yeah. What didn't work about this movie for you? Okay. To, to, to find out what didn't work about this movie, you have to go to two hours and 50 minutes in. Mm-hmm. Okay. There they are wrapping up the Avengers, right? This is essentially it for the Avengers as we know them, right? Mm-hmm. We think young Avengers are next and everybody gets a beautiful shot and credit. Except Clark Gregg. Yeah. Now, Anthony Hopkins isn't there either. Yeah. Right? They're not in the movie. They're not, yeah. But come the fuck on, man. I, you know I that stand. I stand Phil Coulson hard. serious oversight. Phil Coulson really. Need to be in those credits. Yeah. What are you doing? His death this is makes Avengers the Avengers Endgame. Yes. Yeah. Just what I was about to say. His death makes the Avengers. And and uh Odin's death is what brings Thanos to power. Yep. You cannot make this movie and leave them out. Now yeah. they don't need to be in the movie. I'm not asking for them in the movie, but they need to be in the credits, man. And in that final thank you, you know, yep. Yep, because that's what it is. Like that's, that's what thank that you. whole segment is. Like Angela Bassett is in it, man. Yeah, he's in one scene in this film, and she doesn't talk. She's just on a fucking balcony. You know what I mean? Because yeah. why? She's part of the movie. Yeah, right. She's part of the story. Chachaka. Should probably yeah. be there too. He should be there right? too. Yeah. So, but for me, like, if you want to say, okay, fine, we don't want to pay Anthony Hopkins, we don't play, you know, like, fine. But like Colson, Col- right. I know Colson. That is an oversight because Colson's so important. So important. Like, and as we saw in Captain Marvel in the stairwell when he decides to let Fury go, that creates the whole damn thing. That creates the whole thing. Yeah. If Fury gets caught. Who knows what happens? Yeah. So I love I love their love. It's beautiful, man. Fury and Coulson, that's a beautiful relationship. It's the wonderful relationship. Yeah. And, and and if you watch Agents of Shield, like Samuel Jackson's appearances in that show, the way that they communicate with each other, like, you know, I know it's not canon anymore, Feige, fine, but leaving Coulson now, I can't. Yeah. That's what didn't work. Okay. That's the only thing. I feel that though. I feel that. 
So yeah, that's all right. It's a big moment. I'm interested to hear. I think everyone is. What didn't work for you? You know, it's sad because I can understand rationally from a creative standpoint that there's just not enough time for it. I, I just think that there's such a great story in the genesis of Professor Hulk. Like so much mm. of Infinity War was dedicated to him not being able to call upon the Hulk after being trapped as the Hulk in Ragnarok. Right. right. So we've, we've, we've had a plot thread that comes across two movies that culminates in a couple of lines off panel. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. the culmination is yeah. off panel and it's explained to the audience in a couple of lines, you know, and this apparently there was other footage shot, but they didn't really flesh out that story. And I just think it's a shame because through Ragnarok, you finally got to see Mark Ruffalo's Hulk have his due, you know? Mm, sure. And and then the conflict that was established in Infinity War is pretty significant with Hulk actually being like, no! Like, you yeah. know? And yeah. he's in the not Hulkbuster suit. He's just not doing it. And so I, I, you know, I understand. I get it. I think the movie is beautiful. Um, part of me does also understand that Hulk deserved a little bit better. We, we spent so much time developing that conflict between the two of them for it to get resolved yeah. in a five-year time jump with no fanfare. Do I know how they I would agree. have done that's, it? That's a good one. No, but it's just, we've dedicated so much time and then we kind of abandon it, you know? Yeah. And it just shows things. up. It just shows up. Yeah. We've moved it shows up now. This the, the screenwriters kind of wanted to go with you know their inspiration for a lot of it was the What If series, yeah. Right, like that's where that's where Professor Hulk was born out of. What if Thor was overweight and out of shape? Um, but yeah, no, I, I do think that that's at least a twenty minute scene though. It is. It's, you know? it's it's a bit of a situation. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how we get to it. I think it might. You know, I think it might even be a cold open, you know, because it, it's a little mm. bit removed. It's a bit of a deviation, but it's 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 kind of sad that like we don't have that satisfaction. We get such satisfying arcs for everyone else because yeah. Clint, but Clint only gets a satisfying arc because his cut scene from Infinity War is the cold open. Yeah, right, 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 right. Yeah, I mean, the, the good news for everyone, spoiler alert, uh, Banner's still around. Yeah. You know, yeah, he can come back, and it probably will and, in She-Hulk. Yeah, and he shows up at the uh, end of Shang-Chi as Banner. Spoiler alert, everybody. Spoiler alert for Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings. So there's more So there's more to do with him, then. There's more to do, yeah. There's more to do. Um, does this movie make your Desert Island top five? Yeah. <laughs> This movie is what the Desert Island Top 5 was created for. Oh, so, so you understand now. Did you see Zach trolling us? Yes. When he's like, I knew it was a high fidelity reference. <laughs> <laughs> I also like that Zach uh, questioned if I would uh, show the same maturity and grace in the Captain Marvel episode. Yeah. And I you didn't. Did. You didn't. I did not. <laughs> you didn't. Yeah. Did. He knew at it. All. He knew it. That I, yeah. He was no. holding his breath. <laughs> uh, no. Endgame is fucking great. Endgame is again, it's one of those films that like you can put it on and three hours later, where did, where did my, where did my day go? 
Oh yeah, the pacing is you know, fantastic. You can uh, you can just go to YouTube and like get lost in an endgame clip hole. You know, there's, there's so many. There's multiple scenes to just watch, just like sequences, and, seven yeah, minute sequences and, you want to take in. Yeah, and and like you think about Return of the Jedi, right? Like going all the way back to 1983. Uh, that was like a satisfying end to a trilogy. Like, hey, good, good job, everybody. Yeah. Endgame is a fucking is Barack Obama's first inauguration celebration. Yeah. Right. Endgame is the Miami Dolphins finishing their perfect season in 1972. Endgame is, uh, I don't know, like the, the, the May 8th, 1945, like victory over Europe day. Like it is a culmination, a celebration and infatuation. I, I, it leads me to masturbation. Like it is so incredible. (laughs) It has everything you want, everything you need. It's everything inside of you that you knew you could be. <laughs> oh my God, you're canceled. I'm done. <laughs> no, it is my desert island top. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's the same. It's so good. Again, many opportunities to go off the rails. Didn't have to be as good as it was. It could have been nope. 20% less good and it still would have been amazing. It's just, it's so unbearably solid in its construction. Yeah. It's nope. unbearably solid. It's so beautiful. It's fantastic. I, I, I was working with somebody when this movie came out who like stayed up until, I don't know, some ungodly hour. Right. And then like went to this movie and like had, it was working on like no sleep and they came back and, and I was like, I was like, oh my God, like, how did you, how did you stay awake during that movie? And it, I, I swear to God, it, it looked like they had just learned the secrets of the universe. Yeah. You know, and I was like, oh wow. Oh, I can't wait to watch this movie. I didn't get to see this thing in a theater. Yeah. It's That's one of sad. my greatest regrets in life because can you imagine what, like, did you see it in a theater? I did. When Captain America like, did the place just go nuts when he corralled Meow Meow? Yes. Uh, the biggest screams were when T'Challa came out. Oh, okay. The portal. Uh, I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, yeah, I saw it. I saw it in a theater in Manhattan. Um, 3 p.m. opening day. Oh, my God. And I, and I picked 3 p.m. because I was like, oh, all the kids will still be at school. Mm, no. No, no, they were all no. there. Oh, my gosh. What's, what's crazy was it was such a mix of age groups and i was like look at look at the testament of this like there there were uh it was from high school to 60 year olds like yeah. it was amazing and then people oh, like me awesome. who were right who were right in the middle of it i was like oh shit they've created this franchise for everybody for everybody yeah it speaks to everybody oh yeah, Kevin yeah, yeah. Feige, i mean there may not be certainly in our time right but you have to go back to like fran capra yeah david oselsnick yeah. Kevin Feige. Yeah. He's, this is, what he's achieved is it, it cannot be contested. No. No. It's remarkable. Yeah. And it's still going. It's still going. Yeah. We're in the next chapter of it. Man. It's, it's, it's wild. All right. Random bonus question. Yep. Cut a plot thread. Can't. 
You have to. I'm I'm the producer. Why? I'm the producer. Movie's got to be. It's I'm the producer. It's a DC movie. It's got to be under two hours. Cut a thread. No. <laughs> um, I guess if you'll make me, you're gonna make me. Yeah, that's the game. Okay. Uh, I have to keep talking because this is a podcast. It's an audio medium. Yep. So, um. I remember one time my sister was playing softball. Oh my God. Answer the question. I can't. Are you serious? I I don't think I can. Did I finally stump you? I'm going through them all. I'm going through all the characters in my head. You can't. If you can't thread, Right? Yeah. If you pull a thread and it all unravels. All right. Make a big cut. Is there one? What? Make a big cut. What's your big cut? <sighs> okay. You know what I'd cut? You know what I'd cut? Yeah. Ant Man and the Tacos. Okay. I'm going to cut that scene. Okay. That's just funny. It's just yeah, funny. It's just funny. It's just a little bit of comic relief where it's not needed. So I'm yeah. cutting Ant-Man and the tacos. But again, I'll miss <laughs> Nebula's be careful on landing. There's an idiot in the landing pad. <laughs> Wait, I'll miss that. That's a great Nebula voice though. <laughs> I'll miss it. What? Yeah. It's so good. Do you have one that you can cut? There's a world, there's a world where I, I would make a pitch to have the cold open be them killing Thanos. Cold open, killing Thanos, opening credits, start in the present. Okay. Lose Clint. Lose Clint. Okay. And just because that can happen off panel. Okay. Uh knowing yeah right like clint I can, is I can make, you know I would, it's I would you know it's case. barton he lost yeah. his family yeah there, I, right I, I, yeah i could make that case of tightening up the top of it but i will i will argue that it's so satisfying oh, to perfect. watch him panic oh. and to feel that you feel it because jeremy renner such a great actor he's amazing yeah and the thunder and the yeah yeah no but no you can't I won't let you because he says see where you're going now let's figure out how you get there that's the whole fucking crux that's the, whole, of the movie that's the thesis of the movie yeah that's it yeah that's it I know all right random bonus question I get one oh yeah oh wait what a twist go for yeah. it End Game or Infinity War. <sighs> Oh, I have to pick, huh? You do. But does Endgame matter without Infinity War? (laughs) I'm saying to you, we're arguing about episode four and five. Okay. Yeah. You know, we're arguing about Godfather and Godfather 2. You have to pick one. Endgame. 
Really? I, I, I understand. I understand that Infinity War is a better movie than Endgame. It is. Right. Infinity War. It's a better film. It's a better film, better film. top to bottom. Endgame, uh, you know, sort of has a, a lot of heavy lifting to do, which it does very efficiently and effectively. But uh, Endgame has a different um, mission to accomplish than Infinity War. Yep. Um, but uh, nothing in Infinity War makes me feel how I felt when you see Cap look around, tighten his shield, and hear on your left. <laughs> on your nothing left. in Infinity War makes me feel that way. No, and no, for that for no, that reason alone. No, no, yeah, yeah, it's Endgame. Yeah, it's Endgame. Yeah. <laughs> like Pepper, you can rest. It's okay. We're gonna be oh okay. My God. You can. Rest. I mean, all the way back in oh. Age of Ultron, like when Tony's talking about we can we can you know, avenge arms dealers all day long. But that up there, that's the yeah. end game. Yeah. Fuck off. I know. I hate them. <laughs> I hate them. <laughs> is, it, is, is end game yours? End game is yours, I assume. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's so it's, good. It's end game. Yeah. It's always yeah. the end game. Yeah. Um, what is your special award? All right. So my special award... Uh, coming off of my random bonus question today is the Super Bowl 13 award. Oh, explain. For the folks at home who may not know, uh, the Dallas Cowboys and Pittsburgh Steelers have played each other in the Super Bowl three times, twice in the 70s, once in the 90s. Uh, that one in the 90s can suck a dick. <laughs> Two Super Bowls in the 70s were epic battles pitting two of the greatest teams of the decade against one another, right? Super Bowl 10 was incredible, man. It had some of the greatest catches you've ever seen. Uh, it had, it came down to the last play of the game. The Steelers ended up winning by four points. Fast forward to Super Bowl 13. Here they are again, Dallas and Pittsburgh. It's 1979. Okay. When this game is being played. Like, this is like the last Super Bowl of the decade. It's pitting the two teams of the 70s against each other. Somehow, it didn't come down to the last play, right? Like, the Steelers were ahead for most of the game. Dallas made a furious comeback. There was one of the most memorable drops in the history of the Super Bowl in it. Somehow, it was a better game. It took the hype from Super Bowl 10, injected it with fucking super serum. Yeah. And blew it up and was somehow even fucking better. And Endgame gets the Super Bowl 13 award because congratulations, guys. You fucking outdid yourselves. Beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. I love it. That's great. Yeah. Uh, okay. Drum roll, please. Mm. My special award for Avengers Endgame. Is the, <laughs> is the Scandal Survivor Award. Explain yourself. Well, I'm going to connect this back to my other passion, the DCEU. You know how I feel about my soups, CJ. I do. You know how I feel about my soups. I do. Anyone who's ever seen a photo of you knows. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> a lot of Superman stuff. I have a Superman Christmas ornament in my bag at all times. I said it. It's fine. Okay. So listen, there was a whole issue back way back when with Batman versus Superman, where uh, the rumor is that 
the treatment for the Justice League arc of the DCEU was leaked to Marvel. And there are plot threads in common with the director's cut of Batman versus Superman and with Captain America Civil War. Okay, okay, okay. And both of them involve two titans going against each other for a greater cause. Both of them involve a conflict in Africa. Both of them involve a witness. Both of them involve a congressional hearing. You know, there's a lot of similarities. And so the argument was that those plot points had gotten leaked, right? Mm. Fast forward... We find out they do an exhibit for what in in the wake of the release of Snyder Cut, Zack Snyder does an exhibit about all of his ideas. And you saw the nightmare sequence in Batman versus Superman, right? Mm -hmm. Like he has the nightmare and Flash comes back from the future and it's an unintelligible thing. It's a thread that only gets picked up four years later in his cut of the movie because Joss Whedon didn't pick it up in his cut, right? Right. Um, That's a five-year time jump. And so the more information we get, there's a lot of like plot threads that allegedly got leaked. And so uh, there's all these conspiracy theories about DC leaking it on purpose because they didn't like Zach's vision or it accidentally leaking. And that's why DC sort of turned code and started recutting to try and look like Marvel movies to like do different, you know, there's, there's all these different things. I don't know what happened. Be- I, I just know that, that that was a quite fraught relationship between them after a very successful Man of Steel, the, the, something soured the relationship after Batman vs Superman that led to the big Just League debacle. Right, right, right. And somehow the Russo brothers and their movies got swept up in it. Here's the thing. The reason we don't talk about it more is because whether or not those plot threads got borrowed, the content that they created was so undeniably solid. Right. So these films stand on their own merit. I don't know if they got the treatment or not, they survived that scandal because of the quality of the film. So that is why they get the Scandal Survivor Award, because we could be talking about theft of idea yeah. in a competing industry. And all we're talking about is that DC failed to make Marvel-style movies. That's yeah. the conversation. That's it. Oof. Tough, right? That's a good one. That's a good Thank one. you. Thank you. I'm so one. happy that I got to somehow join this back to Zack Snyder's Justice League. That was very satisfying. Absolutely. When I was when I was putting my research together, I was like, these connect. Totally, totally. And I just want to say, just want to add one thing to it, that The Last Jedi sucks. Oh, fuck you, CJ. God. <laughs> Come on. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. CJ, how is could this, I? How, how could, could I? You, how could you? CJ, is this movie an icon or a Y-Con? Yes. <laughs> it's an icon. Uh, it's iconic. It's magical. It checks all the boxes. Uh, I'm going to go watch it again right now. I'm going to cry my way through it. Um, it's going to live on. It, it just is an example to everyone. That if you take your time, if you introduce characters in a proper way, you can have 72 main characters in a movie. Yeah, just got to take your time. You just have to take your time. You have to treat everyone with respect. Your characters, your actors, your crew, you know, there's no one has no one has really come away from a Marvel set and been like, I was mistreated. Right? No. Like, and, and Joss Whedon was on several of them. <laughs> so 
you look at this film and you look at the way that they were able to wrap it all up, you know, give everyone, like you said, the, the proper conclusion of their arc and somehow leave, leave it open to where we've killed off the biggest bad. Right. But now we're, we're starting again in phase four, introducing like some new villains that are like, yeah, they're not really like as great as Thanos, but I'm still watching. I'm yeah. still invested. I'm still here for it. You know, um, it's just such, such a wonderful conclusion to the Avengers as we know them. And we're ready to move on. Yes. You know what I mean? Like I read, I read some stuff online about Hawkeye, um, you know, and how it's just like content for content's sake and, you know, but I'm not buying it. Like, I think that everything that, that Marvel does until they do it wrong, I'm here for it. And I think that, you know, the way that they were able to, to wrap up the Avengers arc in Endgame has bought some, some trust, you know, and I'm, I'm trusting them to just keep taking care of my favorite characters uh, as we go through. And, and, and it really culminated in Endgame. So, yeah, icon. Absolutely. And I, I, I absolutely agree with you. I agree with everything you said. And the only thing I will add to that is that it's such a beautiful culmination and it's so satisfying and the fact that a, a topic du jour of this next wave of things is dealing with the fallout of bringing that many people back to earth <laughs> at the same time, because yep. once again, how much power do we give these heroes? Yeah. You know, we gave them a lot of power and yes, that was a wrong that deserved to be righted, but there are always repercussions when these sure. gods that walk among us make these decisions. Yeah. And I think that's cool. That oh, yeah. uh, it's like, oh, well, you know, where are we going to go from here? Well, it's a big problem that half of the population came back one day. Oh, yeah. I mean, you see it in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah. You see that it was a big problem that Wanda brought Vision back. Yeah. Huge problem. Huge problem. Yeah. No? These decisions have repercussions. And it's, it's, it's interesting to start engaging with these gods among men as uh, flawed human characters, human-esque yeah. characters. Uh, it's very cool cj very cool. cj we did it we, we did got it. we did the mcu 22 we plus weeks ago because we took a couple weeks ago we took a couple weeks off 22 plus weeks ago you were like i want to do it and i was like we'll never get to the end of it and here we are yeah that's amazing what an accomplishment yeah and it felt great it felt great to rewatch. uh excited for Spider-Man Far From Home, going to watch The Eternals at some point. Already saw Shang-Chi. So it's just going to it's just going to keep getting better. I have not seen The Eternals yet. No me neither. Yeah, I need to get on that. Yeah. Yeah. Reviews are out that it's long. Well, and uh what's fascinating is the director credits uh Zack Snyder's Man of Steel with creating <laughs> a, a sort of blueprint of a good comic book movie. There we go. It is a great comic book movie. It's a very good comic book movie. So, you know, I'm a big Snyder fan, though. We all are. Yeah, we all are. There's only like three idiots that work at fucking Warner Brothers that aren't. They just didn't get it. Yeah. And they're robbing all of the rest of us. I know. I'm still holding out hope for Justice League Part 2, but we'll see. We'll see.
<laughs> All right, good sir. Well, thank you for putting the Larota together. That was a very satisfying order to watch the films in. My pleasure. And it really, really worked thank you. very, very well. Thank you very much. Thank you, everybody. For Icon or Wicon, I'm Andrew David Sotomayor. And I'm CJ LaRoche. And we'll see you next time. Next time. <laughs>